Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry within global presence. We are located at 4326 Pharaoh in Syracuse, New York, 13219, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones and the senior pastor and founder is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. All are welcome. All right, I am Pastor Brian, and I'm so glad to be before you. Excuse my tardiness. Um, um, Christ said, above all things, let this mind be in you that is in Christ Jesus. And I truly believe since Colossians tells us that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the creator of all things, visible, invisible, kingdoms, thrones, dominions. I believe you made coffee. So I have my priorities together. So, and God bless you. I know. Was it going to be that serious? Was it going to be that deep? God bless you. We love each and every one of you. Uh, welcome to WOW. Uh, let's take a moment about 15 seconds, 15, 30 seconds, if we haven't already, to do two things. Uh, text a loved one, a friend, a co-worker. Amen. <clears throat> uh, um, um, we're going to be talking the next few weeks. I just know we're not going to get all this out in one night. But we're going to be talking about peace. And and uh, we're just going to focus on three, um, three itinerations of God. Um, three facets of God, if you will. It's the same diamond. It's the same light source. But it's every time you turn the diamond, you get a different facet of life, of light, rather. Every time you turn the diamond, the color, the prisms of light change coming through the diamond. Now, remember, the diamond doesn't change and the light doesn't change. It's just how you look at it. Is that all right? I heard a wonderful quote last week, a few weeks ago, read a wonderful quote. It's not the wind that, it's not the wind that determines the, let, let, let me get it right. I didn't plan on saying it. It's not the wind that determines the destination of a boat, but it's the sails that determine the destination. The, the, the wind may determine the speed and how you get there. But we know what Paul told us about speed. The race isn't always given to the swift nor to the strong, but the turtle and the hare, but it is often given to those who endure to the end. And it's certainly that way with our, with the walk of the believer, those who walk in this marvelous light. Amen. Um, So it is not always the wind that determines where you're going, but it it is the position of your sails. That will determine whether you get to your destination, whether you get there fast or whether you get there slow. Amen. And I believe we're all convinced tonight that whether we get to heaven fast or whether we get to heaven slow, at the end of the day, in the beginning of the day, in the middle of the day, we just want Christ to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. He's not going to call me Brian. He's not going to call you by your government name. We have a name that is in the Lamb's Book of Life, Mother Hill that has yet to be uttered. The second thing I'd like us to do, 
is um, uh, we'll be doing some experimenting with um, notes programs that I have, getting some PDFs out uh, um, in lieu of being more proficient in getting notes out and information, not just for Bible study, but for various events and in this new virtual experience that we have. Um, those familiar with the King's Healing Room, almost every Bible study, there's a handout. There's a physical printed handout um, that correlates with that Bible study. So um, in many areas, it's taken me a minute and still am to, to I don't want to go back to where I was five years ago. I don't want to go back to where I was pre-amputations, pre-heart <clears throat> surgery, pre-valve replacement, pre God, God has something better. All right. I don't want God to do something over again. Amen. I want him to do a new thing in me. I wish I had somebody to clap right where you are. Amen. Maybe that's why we're just so dissatisfied. You know, we keep going back to a time when we perceived that things were good and things were well. Our finances, our relationships, uh, that great job that we used to have. Well, maybe God doesn't even want you working a nine to five. All right. But it's a faith walk. So, uh, so um, our, our main text group, TKHR, um, I sent a message uh, uh, through your uh, through um, messages, uh, text, click the link, and tonight's notes will open up. But if your phone is how you're watching this, then hold off and wait till afterwards, but you'll have the notes, all right? But you can open it up on your Mac computer, you can open up a laptop, you can open up on your Windows computer, or uh, or laptop, and just as I'm doing, um, I'm communicating with you through my phone, but I'm reading my notes off of my off of my laptop. Um, I actually forgot to pull my iPad Mini out, so I'm not going to get up now. God bless you. We're going to pray, and um, Mother Hill also later on tonight. If you haven't already, I sent you a link uh, um, to. Uh, to the subject that we were talking about, I believe it was on last night or night before last, about the book of life, the Lamb's book of life. And so, um, so I did a little research and I sent you a link. And, um, and of course, that will also, that'll also spawn even greater study. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your love and kindness, for your tender mercies. Lord, we thank you for your righteousness, your holiness. Your word says in Psalm 119, it says, I will rise at midnight and I will praise thee for thy excellent statutes, for thy excellent laws. The writer says, I will be intentional to wake up at an inconvenient hour. Jesus told his disciples, you couldn't pray with me one hour. Amen. If we want exceptional blessings, maybe we have to take, take maybe we have to take exceptional measures. Amen. What if God's trying to move many of us out of our comfortability? We pray at the same time. Uh, we fast at the same time, once a month. Or, and God said, I want to create a new song. I want to create a new thing in you. The, the psalmist said, create in me, Father, a new spirit. So we have to be prepared to do new things. Amen. So I'll get that exact 
that exact scripture. It is Psalms 119th chapter. And, um, and um, uh, so thank you, Jesus. Open up our spiritual eyes and ears as we, as we receive the richness of your word. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen and amen. Tonight we're going to talk about peace. And, and just like that diamond and the light, God is the light. His son is the light. Uh, the, John, the, the gospel according to um, the apostle John, the first four or five verses, chapter one. Uh, he says, I am, he says, I am the, I am the light of the world. And he goes on to say, the world didn't receive me. The world didn't receive this light. And so the world is literally walking in darkness. And it is because of the nature, the human nature, the human nature of mankind, fallen mankind, to fix its own problems. All right. Another psalmist tells us that we suffer from, all humans, we suffer from uh, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And it goes in that order. The Bible often uses order. All right. Um, um, or first mention. All right. I mean, usually when it mentions things in a list form, it's usually listing in the order of on the order of importance or the steps that it takes. So the lust of the eyes. All right. We see things and our flesh wants it. Then the lust of the flesh. All right. And let's get out of let's get out of the sexual things, because that's usually when we think of lust. Um, 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 but lust can be said, it is a strong, natural, not godly, natural desire that pulls us out of covenant with God. All right, we, we just came out of a Bible study. Thank God for Pastor Jones and his wonderful, uh, the month of January. And this is, the, well, this is the last Wednesday. What a marvelous, marvelous spirit. In, in Bible teaching, the last time I was before you, I believe we were talking about um, the three T's, uh, and one of them was temptation. And James tells us, let no man say when he is tempted, or woman, that he, is, he or she is tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted, um, nor can God tempt any man. And then it goes on to say, but a man or woman is tempted, listen to this very carefully, when they are drawn away of their own lust, of their own lust, this, this old man, this flesh, all right, and enticed. So there's, once again, there's two steps there. I'm drawn away of my own lust. The de you know, I know Flip Wilson told us the devil made me do it, but, you know, the devil didn't tell you to wear a dress. The devil didn't tell you to wear a wig. I mean, I know it's very comical, and, and, um, but the devil didn't tell you to convince a generation that the devil made you do it. And if we remember the show, we have a generation probably doesn't know about the Flip Wilson show. And a, a devil would show up on one side and an angel would show up on the other side of his shoulder and he'd go back and forth. Geraldine would be, remember Geraldine? Come on, somebody say something, all right? Are y'all with me? I know I'm not that old, right? I'm old, but I'm not that old, right? And, uh, um, but a man, a man is tempted, a woman is tempted 
when they are drawn away by their own lust, their own desires. It may be a lust for money and fame and fortune. And so you compromise yourself. It may be, it may be a lust for uh, sexual desires. So you do things that compromise your marriage, compromise um, uh, your, your, your singlehood, compromise um, uh, maybe your family reputation, um, blowing your family inheritance. These are internal. And this is why Christ came and he told Nicodemus, you must be born again. And Nicodemus and his pure, the pure essence of ignorance. Ignorance simply means, the essence of the word ignorance means lack of knowledge. It doesn't mean stupid. It doesn't mean, it simply means I don't know. I can be a, I can have a PhD in nuclear physics, but if I don't know how to take a lawnmower engine apart and put it back together, then I am ignorant as to how to fix my lawnmower. So I call an expert, just as the lawn care expert calls the doctor when he or she needs medical attention because you're ignorant as to how to heal yourself. So Nicodemus in his pure ignorance. So how can a man be born again except he enters back into his mother's womb and then turns right around and comes right back out again? And we all know the discourse of, of, of Nicodemus. And, and uh, um, so this born again experience and we live the rest of our lives. We live the rest of our lives as believers. I'm trying to, I try to avoid the use the word Christian. I try to avoid that personally. Um, there, there's a handful of words that I, I virtually erase from my vocabulary unless it's contextual. All right. We're going to get into Bible study in a moment. Amen. And, uh, um, uh, Christian can be simply reduced to a title. Fox News, right-wing Christian, CNN, left-wing Christian. Uh, um, uh, You know, but when you say believer, now words come into play like disciple. Woo! All right? And and, um, ardent believer, follower, disciple, um, sacrifice. All right? There are many quote-unquote Christians that have never made a sacrifice, have never even fasted, all right? It can be fashionable to be a Christian until it's no longer fashionable. There's parts around the world right now where it is not fashionable to be a Christian. You can literally lose your life. Christians die every day around the globe simply by the name that they identify, the religion that they identify themselves with, all right? So how many, uh, Christ said, he that saves his life, shall lose it. But he who loses his life or dies to this life, he shall gain eternal life. Amen. So sometimes just, sometime just being a Christian is in fashion. It's, it's faddish, all right? It's baggy pants for brothers. And then a month later, it's, 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 it's tight jeans, all right? And then couple years later, it's, it's grandpa jeans. And uh, pre- former President Barack Obama introduced a whole generation. It's one of the worst things he ever did was walk around in, in grandpa jeans. You know, little stretch jeans that come up over you. No, never mind. Don't do that. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Go get you some Lee's, some Levi's, some designer jeans, but no grandpa jeans. All right. Now it's just not a good look on anybody. Okay. All right. We got that. We got that out the way so we can move ahead. I'm not going to lean in until the very end. We appreciate everyone being on um, each and every one. So, so we reached out, called somebody to come in. What a, what a challenging world we live in. And, and so um, uh, as I was led to do this, we'll, we'll have more opportunities to talk on peace and expand on it even more, um, um, extrapolate or pull out of the many, like the diamond, many facets, the many meanings, the many different. Um, uh, peace is one of those words where um, uh, uh, fear, peace, fear, love, hate. Um, there, there's a handful of words that faith that you'll read in one verse, it'll have not only the same word twice, but often there are two different meanings. All right. Like the word fear. There's the fear as in the as in the adoration, the respect, the honor of God. And then there's the fear where we associate fear with fright. All right. Or being afraid or trembling. How often did God say, say nations tremble at my name? That's not a good sign. That's straight up. That's straight up white knuckle uh, fright night, uh, scary things coming out of your television at night, scary movies. And then there's the reverence. Then there's the fear of reverence. Um, the fear of, and if y'all want to, maybe we'll do a Bible study on some of those words, but there's a handful of scriptures that have fear. I think one, I think it has it three or four times and there's three different meanings for the word fear in that one verse, not a chapter in one verse. All right. And so peace is one of those. So um, this week, we're going to focus on three facets of God, three turnings of the gem, if you will, that produce a different look, a different facet, a different feeling, a different anointing. All right. I'm going to stay away from the Greek and Hebrew. I'm going to keep it very simple because I, this, is, this is something that I believe God wants us to assimilate. Um, uh, he wants us to, he wants it to easily absorb into our bodies. Um, Sister Chartise Rivers, there's a men's facial serum that she created, it's her own creation. And I am still amazed. I've never used a product. L'Oreal, men's expert, Dove. I mean, go through the products. Um, men or women, national products that are on national stores. And, uh, and I have yet to use a product that so quickly absorbs into my skin and lasts so long. And, um, and uh, you know, 40 years on dialysis, your skin needs all the help it can get. And I probably get more compliments on my skin than I do on, I mean, I may have on a, a you know, a, a bottle of <laughs> amount cologne. And, and, you know, I may go months and nobody compliments on it, but my, since I've been using her regimen, it's just one bottle, just one men's facial serum. 
uh, uh, please check her out. And, um, and that's what I believe God wants his word to be sometime. Not everything has to be a deep Bible study when we're going through, when we're suffering, when, when, when the lights are going dark in our lives, so to speak, figuratively. Amen. Sometime, how many know you're not in the mood to do a full-blown scripture reading? Right? Sometime you're, you're suffering, you're going through, and people come and they bring a whole bunch of scripture, and you're just like, please stop. Stop. Just minister to me. Just let me talk, and let your ministry right now be to listen without judging. Can we do that? All right. So like, like, like Sister uh, Chartise Rivers men's facial serum and i hear the reports of all women all across the line of her, of her hair products i've heard so many testimonies from her products um and um the name actually escapes me right now but if you'll follow just go to chartise chartise rivers facebook and you'll find it i'm quite sure mom is on right now or any one of us please post the name of her bees you know, Cherry Bees, I believe that's it. Cherry Bees, Cherry, C-H-E-R-R-Y-B-E-E-Z, Cherry Bees. I believe that's it. Um, uh, men and women's facial products. Everybody say right where you're with me. God, the peacekeeper. God, the peacemaker and God, the peace giver. And we're going to go through these, go through these three over the next two weeks. I just know I'm not going to rush because I know we're not going to get to them all. Um, 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 in the last year, I find myself doing less commentary, either of the more, the usual suspects, dakes, uh, um, uh, Thompson, Bible chain, uh, Matthew Henry, and even my own commentary, and bringing you the Word of God with much less commentary, because the time is coming, and now we're saints, where we we have to know the Word of God for ourselves. How do you know? How do I know? How close? or how far we are away from the mark of the beast. Now, believers will not be here for that, but there are, things, there are signs that lead up to that. And we all know wars and rumors of wars, and we all know that. We all know those. The weather, great, great. The earth has been destroyed five times. We're in the fifth itineration. We're, 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 I, 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 we're, we're in the fifth phase of planet earth planet earth either by fire by by dust from asteroids hitting the earth or by or by um or by freezing cold um we know that the that two-thirds of the planet has been frozen over and almost all living things died um the dinosaurs still aren't living um but scientists are pretty much pretty much concluded that the earth as we know it, this is the this is about the fourth or fifth go round. And of course we know that there are two uh, 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 there are two devastating flat, uh, floods, then add in a few ice ages 
We make movies about it with cute little animals called Ice Age and so forth. But these things are absolutely real. These things are absolutely real. Dinosaurs have been found with DNA in their bowels with food. They've, dinosaurs have been found with, with grain, with vegetation, the DNA of vegetation in their stomachs, in their digestive tracts. So it debunks the theory that, uh, that an asteroid hit the earth and dust went up and blocked out the sun and it took another 300,000 years for everything to die. When God gets fed up, I'm preaching right now. When God gets fed up after multiple warnings, multiple warnings, multiple warnings, when God gets fed up, he acts quickly. He acts quickly. He acts when God gets to doing stuff, God told God told Moses, get away from these folk. They're stiff-necked folk. I'm ready to destroy them. And Moses, the first typology of a pastor, of a shepherd, he pleaded on behalf of the children of Israel. And God has shepherds around the globe that are pleading with his bride, that are pleading with sheep. It's time. It's not time to get right. It's time to be right. It's time to be right. Amen. The next, the next pandemic will not look like will will not look like COVID nineteen. Next pandemic, which I think we can all safely say without being sued or anything that. That it was man-made. It was there was an agenda behind it. Um, chronicle and see what happens. How do humans respond? Where's the human body at? This isn't conspiracy. I, we can we can pretty much um, we 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 can pretty much talk in the open now, right? And um, and um, but human nature it's always worse and worse and worse and worse. We're our own worst enemy, and God puts up with us, and we plead with Him. And he delays judgment and he delays just like he did with the children of Israel um, so many times before going into Babylonia, before going into Asia Minor, before being subjugated for 70 years um, so many times in bondage. And then when they cried out, he would release them. But there's going to come a time when there won't be a release because that'll be the end of us as we know it. That'll be the end. All right. Um, but for tonight, we'll keep it light. Um, um, in your hand, in, in your handout, what you received, it is exactly my notes. It is exactly my notes. Um, title, um, God, the peacekeeper, the peacemaker and peace giver, um, peace facts, just the word peace. Peace is found 406 times in the King James Bible. All right. Peace is found 406 times in the King James Bible. And the word shalom in, um, 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 it's, 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 it's proper spelling is S A L A M, but our modern English is shalom, um, which means peace is found 96 times in the King James Bible. And of course, we love our versions. Amen. We love our other versions, right? Um, um, and then I have three links. They're in blue and they're underlined. I'm, 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 gonna explain, I'm explaining the notes that you have. All right. Um, when it clicks on, it's going to open up to a web browser. It's going to, so if you use Safari, 
Um, if you use iOS products, Apple products, it's going to open up to Safari. If you use, if you use Android products, Google, you're going to open up to Chrome. That's going to be a web browser. If you're opening up on your Windows computers or laptops, it's going to open up to Edge, I believe is there, uh, or Explorer, but I believe it's Edge now for Windows. So it's going to take you to the web. All right. So you'll need to be, yeah, so you'll need an internet connection. And like I said, be patient. We're trying different ways, different formats to get, to get printable information to you without us having to be in the same place. Is that all right? Amen. So we thank God for technology. Let's use it. All right. But it takes time to explore it. It takes time to experiment. And if, and I'll go by your comments. Um, last year, uh, the summer of last year, I believe June and July, we went through an entire book, almost page by page, The Richest Man in Babylon. It's the first time I'd ever done that, done a complete, a complete Bible study, a complete study of a book, completely online. Well, not even that, completely through text messages, through that little four to six inch screen on our, on our cell phones. All right. And, and I keep saying, I love your feedback. That's the only way I know if, if it's, if it's effective. All right. This is not the time to just, because it's pastor or it's great. I loved it. And you have another opinion of it. All right. We can't correct. We can't make things better. We can't improve upon a product. This is be anything, cereal, anything. I was on a website the other day, and I made the, it took three minutes to make the purchase. It took eight minutes to fill out the questionnaire at the end. How did you hear about us? Television ad, online. And then I went, I thought that was done. I hit continue. That was like five or six screens, but they're collecting. I clicked out because I just didn't want to give them that much information, but they're collecting information to make, to make their product better and get you to buy it quicker next time. Well, God, God has a wonderful product. I believe it's the best product on the planet. You believe it too, because that's why you're here. All right. So your, 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 your constructive criticism, yay or nay, good or bad, is absolutely needed. And I am asking for it so that we can continue that every version, uh, uh, um, we can we can fine tune our systems and what's the best platform? Um, um, do you like things printed? Do you like things? So we want this information so that we can um, so that we can um, um, the book the richest man in, in Babylon. I believe I'm going to I don't have the exact numbers, but before before we finish the book, I believe we were reaching by people reaching other people reaching other people. We were reaching between three and 500 people. And it's a book on finance. We all say we love finances and stuff, but when it comes to actually studying finances, um, you know, that may be another story. So, um, but you get the information in your phone, in your inbox. You can study it when you want to on your own time. That's one of the advantages of getting degrees online and studying, you know, doctorates, PhDs. Some things you have to be in-house, obviously, um, a surgeon, you know, an architect. You have to get out and architect something, right? But, but 
a great percentage of degrees now can be had online and then you come in, even nursing, and then you come in um, to OCC or, or University Syracuse and, and um, uh, for labs or, um, um, so that's, this is what we're experimenting with. There's no greater experience than to be in person for Bible study, for Sunday service. And I, I don't care who I'm talking to, who I'm, who's listening right now, many different faiths, even within the, within the quote-unquote Christian faith, which there are about 10,000. Yep, you heard me. There's about 10,000 different versions of the Christian faith uh, globally, about 10,000 different, let's put it this way, there's about 10,000 de denominations just within Christian. We're not even talking about Islam. We're not even talking about um, uh, uh, Buddhist, uh, Buddha. We're not even talking just in the quote-unquote Christian faith. How can 10,000 people have a different version of who God is in the Christian Bible? All right. So once again, believers, I believe that's a much more accurate um, terminology. Um, so when you open this up, um, there are three links. They are in red. I mean, they're in blue and they are underlined. And you click on that. I'm doing it right now. You can't see it, but I'm, I'm just going to click on it. And one of them is, in, is interesting facts about peace and the Bible. And one is a link to a, to a, uh, to the, uh, I believe it's called the Peace Institute, all right? And they have many, many resources. Um, this, one of these links here, it's not so much scriptural um, uh, or religious, if you will, as it is just some basic tenets of peace. Um, like if you have 40 friends, you probably have 38 too many. All right. How much time do does an individual spend on social media? Will greatly these are all proven facts. The more a person spends on social media, the less peace they have. All right. One is the five spheres, spheres of peace. I found that very, very interesting. And then the third link is peace in the New Testament. I'm not going to lean in, but if anybody's following me, if anybody's already opened these up or maybe on another device, you're, you can click on these. And um, once again, we're exploring how we can get the maximum amount of knowledge in your hands to be viewed when it's convenient for you or, or inconvenient. All right. Um, um, the only way now you don't, you know, you don't have to always be in person to capture knowledge. It can be viewed later, all right? And um, um, there are many people that work nights, you know, fire, you know, law enforcement, uh, the medical field, all right? Um, uh, uh, and, 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 and so um, not everyone is not just laziness or post-pandemic, I'm just not going back to church anymore, but I still wanna be a part of a church, all right? 
And we have to accept that too, saints. These are new realities that the body of Christ must accept and shame on us if we don't make advancements and don't move forward. All right, enough rambling. Uh, I also included uh, uh, under the under the three links. Um, it literally says uh, uh, peace facts, and there's three links. It's once again they're in blue, and they're underlined, and those are clickable. If you're on your tablet or cell phone, just stick your finger on there. Just press it just like you would any other link, and it'll open up to those websites. Under that, it's titled TKHR Former Former Bible Study PowerPoints. Both of these are from 2011. All right, word on Wednesday. One is called Bridging the Gap, and that is three separate PowerPoints, but they're labeled one, two, and three. And it says key. That's just iOS, Apple uh, Keynote, but they're all they'll all open up in PowerPoint format. And once again, you can download download them to your computer, or you can just click on them, and it'll take you to the web. And the and the whole the whole PowerPoint will be there, bridging the gap one, two, and three. I curated these. Um, this was one Bible study, but it was in three different, it was over three Wednesdays. Uh, and then the second one is PowerPoint is fulfilling your desire path. Fulfilling your desire path or the path of God's desires for you. We have our fleshly desires, all right? And, and it's ingrained in us from birth, all right? But then when we come into the knowledge of God's Son, Jesus Christ, then we take on a lifelong commitment to undoing what we know about our own passions and our own desires. And we endeavor, we embark on a lifelong journey to, 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 of an unfoldment, to uncover, unfold, um, to reveal what, what God's desire is for us. Is that all right? Does that sound good? All right. And so once again, those PowerPoints, one is from January, 2011. The other one is from uh, uh, November, 2011, Bridging the Gap. That's three separate PowerPoints, but it is one Bible study, Bridging the Gap. And peace is a, is a big part of the themes of both of those. So I thought they would be good. And I want to, I want to get um, the King's Hymn, we have such a great catalog of Bible studies and sermons, and I want to start rolling some of these back out. All right, if that, if we're all set on that, um, I am going to lean in. Are there any questions or any comments on what we've talked about so far? All right, and once again, give me feedback directly, text, email, call me. I'll add a brother. I don't have anything to do. I'm, I'm just chilling all the time, all right? Uh, uh, um, I'd love to get your feedback. Once again, do you have relatives? Do you have loved ones? How, how, how uh, um, um, do you understand the technology enough to where you can take what I just sent you around 5 o'clock today, 5.15, somewhere around there? Do you know how to copy that, send, put, open up, 
your loved one or your friends or your coworkers open up their text. Just like you send them a text emoji, happy new years, your favorite team won or lost, or, um, you know, we get pictures, you know, of our, of our kids at recitals and so let's see, we all know the technology. All right. But do you know how to, you, it's, it's just simply copy and you copy and paste. And as soon as you hit send, when they get it, all they have to do is click on it. Give a brief explanation. This is our ministry's Bible study. It's on peace. And, um, and, and I thought of you. I thought of you when I, when, when, I, when I went through this Bible study. I hope you enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be anything deeper than that. All right? If you really want to get good at this, then before you pick up your phone, pray and ask God to show you who to be a blessing to. And you might, you'll be, you might tell you, sow $25 into someone's life. Just pick up the phone, cash app. Don't ask questions, all right? But if you ask God, who needs a Bible study like this? Who needs this information? Once again, it's on their phones. It's on their tablets. It's on their laptops. It's on their desktops. They can print it out from there. They can read it on their lunch breaks. Or they can, and instead of, instead of Facebook or instead of Twitter, or the absolute worst, the absolute worst, the absolute, I can't say it enough, the absolute worst social media platform is TikTok. None of our kids should be on TikTok. I'm sorry. None of our children. Granddaughter, every time we take it off, she keeps, but they're kids. The Bible says folly is built into a child. That's not the issue. They're just children being children. The issue is our, our if children are going to be children, our parents are going to be parents. Our caregivers are going to be care- caregivers. All right? TikTok is the absolute worst. It is the absolute worst. Somebody's praying demonic spirits to go through social media. It's, it's, it's a whole bunch of folk. Trust me. Trust me. You got to listen to the prophet. All right? Hosea said, I, God said, I will do no thing contextually until I first reveal it to my servants, the prophets. All right, and I'm telling you, there are cabals. There are groups of devil worshipers. And they come together at night. And there's some subjects we got to talk about a little more. We have to bring them up because God is compelling me. I've been, I don't know if it's quite, if it's quite come up to disobedience, but I've, but I've certainly been lagging my feet um, on some subjects like child sacrifice, blood sacrifice, blood contracts in the, in the music industry, in the, in, the, um, in the entertainment industry, and in the financial industries, child sacrifices. Um, that's what child, child tra- trafficking is. How many children go missing every year around the globe? In America, you know how many children go missing in New York City? Women just missing out, there. they go to the grocery store, the cars in the parking lot, and they're never seen again. They're never seen again. These aren't aliens. Well, we'll get into some of that later. All right. So there's some uncomfortable subjects, but TikTok, Facebook, not one owner of any social media platform that I know of, and I'm doing the research. You should too, but I'm doing it for you, has a confession of Jesus Christ, even casually. The only time they say Jesus Christ possibly is when they cuss or when they stub their toe, toe at the foot of the bed. And it's like, oh, Jesus, you know, right? That's probably the closest that many of them get. 
All right, we have actors and actresses telling you, telling you that they signed blood contracts to Satan. They're, they're telling us this. They're, 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 they're Bob Dylan, he's a folk singer and activist, war activist in the 60s and 70s. It may not be your flavor of music, but we've all heard the name Bob Dylan. In the 80s, he went on national television, on national television, and he said, I got to stop taking the credit for my success. And the, it was 60 Minutes, and the interviewer said, well, who's, you know, you study guitar, some people have a gift, Michael Jordan has a gift for basketball, I mean, and he, he said, I signed a contract. And the interviewer was completely confused. He said, well, what do you mean you signed a contract? He said, you know who. Google it when we hang up. In fact, somebody Google right now, just one person, one person, Google it and post it that I'm telling you the truth. Bob Dylan interview. Um, uh, uh, you can board it. Bob Dylan confesses uh, uh, um, uh, contract with Satan. And he said it more than once, but this took the whole world. And he said, I signed a contract with Satan. You know who I'm talking about. And he's talking to the interviewer saying, as if he's saying, we're both at the heights of our careers. You know the same contract you signed? That's the one I signed. Beyonce's telling you. She's telling you. She's telling you. Sasha Fear, she's telling you she's a devil worshiper. She's telling you. She's telling you that she worships Satan and that she, before her concerts, says, I'm telling you, we got to be careful. All right, let me, let, me, let me go. And here's where God gets on me. Because God's saying, you can do Bible study anytime. When are you going to start telling me what I'm telling you to tell the people? We have folk in church going to Beyonce concerts, going to Jay-Z concerts. And then they're going back on praise teams. And they're going back. Satan, Lucifer, you know, how, you, know, you, know, you, know how, you know what a priority worship is to Satan? To cast spells upon it and bring he come in with through praise and worship. That's why churches have so many issues with musicians. You know, it, it's, it's almost a gift and a curse because if you don't acknowledge God and all of his blessings for these musical and, and singing gifts, then Satan's going to take it. All right. I'm off on another, I'm not off on another subject, but you know, we're going to mix in a lot of stuff, you know, over the next few months, because there's a lot of information to get to you. All right. And here's why peace is so important. All right. So, all right, we got we got all of the we got all of we got all of that stuff out of the way. Peacekeeper, peacemaker, and peace giver. All right. When someone gets all right, all right. Yes. Uh oh, God bless you, Sister McNair. I said I'm not gonna lean in, but Someone Google, someone, someone, well, you know what? It's our Bible study. We get to do what we want to do. Is that all right? Uh, um, I'm going to. Bob Dylan. Satan contract. 
and I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm typing. When I take my time and type with seven fingers, um, did somebody just post something? All right. The strange theory that Bob Dylan sold his soul to the devil. I just Googled it. I just told you what I Googled. Bob Dylan, Satan contract. Right here. I just did it. I just, I, I hit, I hit, I hit enter. Query. Bob Dylan really did sell his soul to the devil. It's not a question mark. He did. Uh, um, let me see if there's a YouTube. Here's a book. Somebody wrote a book. The title of the book is Bob Dylan and His Deal with the Devil. Alan J. Webman. Okay, let's do this. Are we up to this? Are we being bored here? All right. A short clip of Bob Dylan admits he sold his soul to the devil. This is a YouTube. Let's click on it and see what happens. <laughs> You'll never find. Okay, I'm going to... Let me... Uh... Okay, let me get the volume. And hopefully, you'll be able to hear through my microphone. You're a destiny thing. You know, I made a tough bargain with it. Okay. This is a 60-minute interview with Bob Dylan. And this clip is not showing the exact... Uh, um, Somebody shout hallelujah! Still out here doing this song. Okay, hold on just a minute. I do, but I need to. Hold on. Okay. Just, just hang in there with me. Okay. I am now. Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with. The, okay. Doing these songs, you know. Okay. This is Bob Dylan, and he's being. I, 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 I know the gentleman is sixty minutes. This is sixty minutes, but I just can't think of his name. Uh, African American uh, journalist. He's been on for 15, 20 years. Um, I just can't think of his name. Uh, um, uh, but I'm going to start it from the beginning. It's a short clip. And if you can hear me, just put some thumbs up so I know you can hear it. All right. I'm going to lean in my chest. My, my microphone is here so that you can hear it even greater. Okay. Here we go. Get ready. Here we go. Click. You're still out here doing these songs, you know, you're still on tour. I do, but I don't take it for granted. Why do you still do it? Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. I mean, I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm 
holding up my end. What was your bargain? To get where um, I am now. Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth? And <laughs> this earth and then, uh, and then. Listen to what he says. With the chief commander. We wrestled not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. In high, he, Bob Dylan calls Satan the chief commander of this earth and above. Let, let me let me do that little bit, 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 bit little bit uh, uh, clip again. Anything, you know, made a bargain with it, you know, long time ago, and I'm holding up my end. What was your bargain to get where um, I am now? Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and this earth and in, uh, and then in a world we can't see. Bob Dylan has been nominated. Still out here doing these songs? I'm going to play it one more time. On I do, but I don't take it for granted. Why do you still do it? Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. I mean, I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm holding up my end. What was your bargain? To get where um, I am now. Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and this earth, and then, uh, and then in a world we can't see. Bob Dylan has been nominated. All right. Uh, uh, anyone want to make any comments? In, in anyone have any? And uh, anyone have any comments concerning that? I'm gonna post them real quick. If you haven't, if you didn't know this, you should be shocked. You should be shocked that Satan is out of the closet, so to speak. He's not even trying to hide anymore. He's stalking the earth like the jolly green giant. He's making noise and he wants you to know he's here. It is the boldness of sin and the capturing of souls. And we're allowing our, and I don't mean you, King's Healing Room, but the body of Christ, we are allowing our children access. You know, it's families. I can't say who should have a cell phone and who shouldn't. Because, you know, it, it, my personal opinions should be left out. But, but God has opinions on these. God has opinions on whether a six-year-old should have a cell phone. And it doesn't matter you put parental controls on it. We're going to our kids to figure out how to use our VCR. We're going to our children to set up a Facebook page. You think because you and I put a parental control on it that they can't get it? We're going to them for technological advice. We're going to them for technology advice. You don't think they know how to get around these? And if you have it or don't have them, have, 
once they get on the school bus, once they get on the school bus, you lose all control. Before they even get on school grounds, they could have they could have watched pornography, they could have watched Satan worship or songs that 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 like like this gentleman here, Bob Dylan, known around the globe. You may not even heard a song, but you everybody knows the name Bob Dylan. Right? So listen to the prophets. Listen to listen to the men and women of God who have nothing to lose have nothing to gain and everything to lose, have nothing to gain, like the Jeremiah's, like the Isaiah's, like the Amos's, like the Micah's, to stand flat-footed and speak very uncomfortable truths. And, um, and, um, and once again, nothing to gain but pleasing God. Is that all right? So, um, but there will come a time there will come a time, very, and I believe it's, it's, it's going to be sooner than later, when men and women all around the globe, quote-unquote Christians, and many believers, are going to wake up to some very uncomfortable truths. The question is, is it going to be too late for our sons and daughters? Is it going to be too late for our nieces and nephews and our grandchildren? Is it going to be said too late? Are we going, what's the price that we're going to pay for not heeding the word of God when God sends men and women to, 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 to warn the people, to sound the alarm, to herald, to herald in God's truth. Amen. God bless you. All right. We've deviated a little bit, but not really. We're all in the same vein. All right. Um, uh, we're going to start with God, the uh, the peacekeeper. Amen. And, um, uh, first we're going to read, I'm just, I'm going to give you the scriptures and I'm going to read them. I'm not going to do a lot of commentary. Um, um, I really feel God has led me, me personally to you. Um, um, there's an art to simply knowing the scriptures and, I may give you my commentary, or I may give you Mr. Dake's commentary, or or uh, um, or any number of commentaries that we like. But what if you're going through a situation and the Holy Spirit wants to address it directly with you, and God wants to show you through the Holy Spirit a particular facet or meaning of a passage that directly correlates directly addresses the situation you're going through that unless God gave it to me prophetically, I would have no idea that you're going through what you're going through. Is that all right? So God, the peacekeeper. All right. And let's read a few scriptures. Psalms 83 and 1. All right. Psalms 83 and 1. Remember, peacekeeper, that's stage number one. All right. All right, stage two is peacemaker, God as peacemaker. And stage three, God the, or God as peace giver. So God keeps peace. He's the one who keeps peace. We don't keep peace in our lives. He's the one who makes peace. All right. And he's the one who gives peace. Christ said, ah, I, 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 this peace I give to you. 
All right. So we're going to address them one by one. Peacekeeper. All right. Psalms 83 and 1. All of these are from the King James Version. So we're just keeping it simple. We're keeping it, and then you can read your other versions. All right. But everything is King James. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace. And be not still, O God. All right. God is the keeper. He's the holder of, of he's the bank. He's, he's the BOA, Bank of America. He's M&T, all right? Uh, 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 merchants and traders, uh, 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 M&T Bank, uh, uh, whatever your local bank is, uh, Salve Bank, whatever. You, you may be listening from North Carolina right now. You may be listening in Texas right now. Joanne, Sister Joanne and Sister Pam, God bless you. We love you so much. All right, uh, my aunt Ophelia in um, in uh, in in uh, Georgia. So just think of your local bank and and whatever CDs, certificates of deposits, your checking account, your saving account. If you LTD long term disability, if you have automatic deposits, it's coming into your checking account from somewhere. And if you have automatic deposits, it's going either online, Ally Bank or Chime, if you will. Um, or your brick and mortar bank. Well, they hold deposits. They hold, they hold financial instruments. Well, this is what God is with peace. God is the holder, the keeper, woo, the vanguard, the protector of peace. Woo. He said, and I'll keep it and I'll reserve it just for you. I said I wasn't going to get into commentaries, but I get so excited. I get so excited. Psalms 83 and 1. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace. And be not still, O God. Isaiah 26 and 3. Once again, all King James. We're talking about God as peacekeeper. Isaiah 26 and 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Who Are y'all ready for this? See, I set y'all up last week. I had a pop-up. I think this is the second or third time we've done it. Second time, I believe. And I give you a passage, New Testament passage. And one of the favorite scriptures, passages, verses in that was, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. But I love the whole. And then we expanded it to the whole chapter, right? Well, listen to what Isaiah 26 and 3 says. I kind of set y'all up because, because the mind of Christ is going to be a theme moving forward. See, it's the mind of Christ that's going to cause us to come home at night. Come on, brothers. You know what I mean? And since it takes two to tango, right? So, ladies, the same goes for you, right? Because unless a man is in a, is in a homosexual relationship or a woman is in a homosexual relationship, if a man's not coming home at night, then he's with a woman. If she's not coming home at night, she's with a man. Same sex, opposite sex, heterosexual, homosexual, they're all, they're all wrong in God's eyesight. They're all, let's put them all together, all right? Now, obviously, if you're a fire officer, you're, you're, but we know what we mean. We know what we mean when we say, you know, come home at night, come home at night, bring your money home, all right? the mind of Christ, how easy it is for us to back down from the gospel 
because a loud voice is on our lunch, at the lunch table on our job, we're at the dinner table, and we're afraid to open our mouths because everyone around us is, is, is everyone around us um, uh, 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 is uh, pro-life. All right? Or, I'm sorry, the opposite. I can't, I get, I'm getting them mixed up right now. All right? We're talking about blood sacrifices. I've been talking about abortion for a while. Now it's time to go to the next level. What is abortion? What is spiritually? What is abortion? It is blood sacrifice of the innocent. It is the virginistic sacrifice that Satan has been doing since the beginning of time. God said, your brother's blood, the earth, his blood is crying out from the earth. If you don't think that blood talks, if you don't think that Satan requires blood sacrifices, it's the very first murder recorded in the Bible. The very first murder. God, God literally said to Cain, your brother's blood. He didn't say your brother's voice. Read the scriptures for yourself. He said, your brother's blood. Your brother's blood is talking to me. Woo! Your brother's blood is talking to me. Satan wants the blood. He wants the innocent. And since 1973, 63 million legal abortions have taken place in this country alone. There's a reason, there's a reason why members of other countries call us infidels. And we think that they're ignorant and backwards and barbaric and, 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 but, and you may not agree with everything about their faith. But many people and many around the globe, they're looking at America saying, you don't even believe what you say. Your constitution says um, every man is, is created equally in the sight of God. But yet, all right, so we'll, we'll, be, we'll be mixing some stuff in here. Isaiah 26 and 3, that will keep him or her in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, Father. Because he trusteth in thee. Let me read this in some more personal pronouns. You, God, will keep me in perfect peace. God, the peacekeeper. When my mind is stayed on you, because I trust in you. I trust you that I'll get over this flush thing. This is for a moment. This too shall pass. I'm sitting here and, and, and I got all these numbers on my cell phone and people sending me pick. I don't mean me personally, but people sending me, you know, I mean, I'm putting myself in here so I don't offend y'all. Right. But, but somebody just sent me pictures, naked pictures, and they're sitting on my phone and, and I'm sitting here on a board and, you know, let me just call. And I think I can flirt with these things. Once again, I'm using myself because I don't want to offend you personally or whoever's listening. All right. Once again, what does James tell us? Let no man say when he is tempted, he is tempted of God. But every man, for God cannot be tempted, nor can, man, nor can God tempt any man. But a man or woman is tempted when they are drawn away of their own lust. God said, don't blame me. That's your, own, that's your old man that you refuse to bring under subjection to the will of God. God here in Isaiah 26 and 3 the prophet writes, God, if I submit my thoughts, if I submit my mind, Psalms 83 and 1, we just read it. 
if 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 um I mean I uh, Isaiah twenty six and three, all right. Uh, you will keep me in perfect peace, but I have to keep my mind on you, Father. You saints, you believers, me. Forget titles. Forget forget titles. Pastors fall all the time. Evangelists fall all the time. Prophets fall all the time. And guess what? That prophet used to be you. That prophet that you're talking about now. Once again, I'm not talking about you personally. You know, I may take it, but all right. But that bishop that's on Facebook now and and on YouTube that everybody's kind of talking about and, and almost like because we love gossip. Romans, the first chapter, 18 through 31. Gossip is just as much a sin as homosexuality. Because we love rumors, because we love and, and we're almost just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Almost like we take almost like we take blood pleasure in watching in watching good people fall who may have who may have done some things, unlike the people who are gossiping are so perfect. But let me give some advice here. Wait until wait wait until you have proof. Wait until you have proof. Because unless you've never been lied on, unless no one an untruth has never been told about you, and we're you're and we're nobody. All right. And men and women all across the globe, they're doing such great work for God. You think saints is gonna sit back and just and just let them go through tiptoe through the metals without any opposition. And if anything's true, guess what? We have an advocate to the Father. And the same Father that forgives you and I of our private sins is the same God that forgives folk of their public sins. If they be true, there'll be more time to address these issues. Isaiah 26 and 3. That will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusteth in thee. Romans, the first four chapters of Romans almost basically deals with starving our members, starving our members to the flesh, to the will of God. Sometimes God's a magic carpet's not going to come in and take lust out of your mind. Sometimes we're just going to have to bear it. Woo! A few weeks ago, when we were talking about lust, we also learned. That God said, but it, but through the temptation, I will make a way of escape for you. Well, if we keep avoiding trusting God with our temptations and trusting God with our thoughts, it could be mean thoughts. It could be thoughts of vengeance. Vengeance. It could be thoughts of getting even and getting back. There's no way they're gonna get a world, get away with that. They took my husband. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take their wife. One of the Ten Commandments. Don't covet your neighbor's any lawnmower. It said wife, but lawnmower. We covet what other people, we covet what rappers have. We covet what, what we, 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 we covet what actors have. We, we, we covet what actresses have, what singers have. We, 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 we covet people who went to college, sometimes eight, 10 years um, um, for finance, and they started their own broke, eating, 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 eating dry pretzels with no, with no lemonade. Literally, and they started their own their own financial company or lawyer or doctor. And now that they're successful, and how many people, how many Christians, how many believers talk about them? It doesn't take all that. Why you gotta have that car? Why? And it's only because we don't have it. Amen. Amen. I'd re- <laughs> all right. I'm fussing. Isaiah 62 and 6. We just read 26 and 3. 
Isaiah 62nd chapter, verse 6. I have set watchmen upon thy walls. I, God, have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace. Day or night, ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. God, starting in May of last year, I was in Charlotte for the month of May. Uh, just, just very tumultuous, trying uh, time for our family, and um, just the, the Hill family, Mother Hill, just, just the Hill, Hamilton family, and so, um, so our core family. We were together through the entire month of May, 2023, and somewhere in that, our men will remember this. Um, about 11:30, I sent a text to our men uh, one night, maybe a Tuesday, Wednesday night, and said, "God told me." to add midnight to pray. And I sent out a text, who will pray with me from 11.55 p.m. to 12.05 a.m. And that's been going ever since. I've come to, God has, I've, I've come to call it the, um, the covenant crossover uh, prayer because it's crossing over from 11.59 p.m. to midnight and to this day, two or three times a week, maybe sometimes four times a week, at midnight, it's called the third watch. The Hebrews, they still do. Um, it's where we get the word breakfast from. There were four watches. The, the first watch was from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. The second watch was from 9 p.m. to midnight. The third watch was from midnight to 3 a.m., and the fourth watch is from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. And Jewish tradition, they did not eat from the third watch, basically to the third, the fourth watch, to the, to the, to the uh, 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 first or second watch, which would be 6 p.m. or 9 p.m. They would not eat. They would fast. And at 6 a.m., they would come off their fast or they would catch this. You know what's coming break their fast. So now in, 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 in contemporary uh, 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 English, um, uh, English language, we call the first thing we eat in the morning breakfast. And you don't have to eat cereal. How many, how many eat leftovers from the night before? If that's the first thing you ate in the morning, we call it breakfast. Well, the root meaning of breakfast and the, the etymology where it comes from is from, the, is from the Jewish tradition of fasting at night, which is what God designed, work hard during the day, eat, hydrate, lay down at night, say your prayers, do everything, spend time with your family, sleep well, let your digestive system work without macaroni and cheese. And I'm telling on myself, aren't I? Because I'm so alone in this, right? Uh, 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 I'm going to I'm going to go to I'm gonna I'm 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 I'm, uh, I'm going to pull up uh, Psalms. Uh, 
the 119th um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning here I'm leaning onto my laptop and I'm trying to see here uh, um, and I'm telling you God is he's trying to talk to many of us and And God is trying to, he's trying to catch us at inconvenient times and inconvenient places because the body of Christ has become so complacent. We have become so spiritually lazy that we, we by and large, we pray when it's convenient. Uh, I'm getting in trouble here. Uh, um, let me... Uh, Uh, oh boy, let me, um, okay, I'm just trying to do a search here, and, uh, and, um, what I want is not coming up, um, uh, but it's when the 119th chapter of Psalm is the exact middle of the Bible, I think it's the 60-something I think it's the 60-something. Um, so let me, let me do this. Psalms 119. Um, here's something that God is instructing us to do. And because uh, you can't go wrong with the Word of God. With Psalm 119, um, verse 62. Here we go. Psalms, 119th chapter, verse 62. King James, straight up. Here's what it says. No chaser, no ice, no rocks. Just straight up word. At midnight, I will, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. At midnight, at midnight, I will rise to give thanks. This is very intentional. All right. God, I, I, I can only imagine how pleased is God with our, like we're doing him a favor. I'll, you know, um, uh, now I lay me down to sleep. Lord, I pray my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, Lord, I pray, you know, my soul to take, you know, and, and our knees don't even get sore because we're not, we don't, how many of us even still get on our knees? You know, how many, how many are even in an uncomfortable position? I got on my knees the other night and a, a lazy boy chair. Imagine that's the name of it. It's a lazy boy chair. Right? But it's a real lazy boy chair. And and it takes a minute for me to if I want to get on the floor. And it takes even longer and more careful for me to to get back off of the floor, whether I fall. Or whether I want to get on the floor, whether I want to play with Ian on the floor, all right. Um, um, but I still, there's still something about 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 approaching God on our knees with our hands, because when you're on your knees, 
in a prayer position, there's nothing else to do but pray. But one of the reasons our prayers are so ineffective, and I, I've learned this from my own experiences, is because when I'm sitting up and I, and I start praying and I have this, my cell phone, TV's on, and I'm like, Father, in the name of Jesus, and four seconds later, I've gone right into asking God for stuff. God, keep this. God, do this. Fill my bank account. Save my children. God said, you spend four seconds honoring me and 29 minutes of, of, of distracted begging for stuff. And sometimes we sit back and we wonder why our prayer life is ineffective. Saints, it's time to go back to the old landmark on a lot of things. And I believe one of them, a great place to start, is maybe even tonight. Arthritis, I, I, I get it. I, I, I get it. And I don't want to put I don't want to put my own struggles or victories on someone else. God has blessed me with a high tolerance for pain. Those around me, I think you know that. Um, I can suffer through, I have the ability to suffer through emotional, physical issues. I'm not saying it's fun. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying it doesn't take its toll. They take their toll. That's that's why I'm so high on Sister Chartise's uh, 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 um, uh, wonderful products because um, my skin cannot take, I can't take credit for my own skin, all right? And my body has paid, has paid some fairly high prices for, um, um, for just how the way God created me and what my, what my purpose is on the earth. And it's not for me. I'm not alive for me. I'm alive for you. And I'm not trying to make anybody feel sorry or anything, but to go what I go through, knowing that the only reason I'm still here is because my purpose is to stand in the marketplace and stand flat-footed and yes, scream and shout and dance and do, do, you know, the Kojic shout, but to also do some other stuff. Like we just went through abortion and homosexuality and racism and, and living holy and, 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 and anger management and other things. All right. And, um, and, uh, um, so let, let's take advantage of it while, let's take advantage of it while it's still here. <laughs> right. But for every one of me, God has, a, God has 10,000 waiting to rise up. Right. And after you, after we have gone to see our fathers, to see our father, after we have from dust to dust, from ashes to ashes, dust to dust, God has 10,000 waiting to come up that, to, to follow the trail that you have blazed. Psalm 119, 61. How many are ready to do an uncomfortable thing? How many are ready to make an uncomfortable request unto the Lord? Say, Lord, make me uncomfortable. How many of us can feel? We can feel that there's change in the air. We, we can feel there's, un, there, there's uneasiness in the air. How many people are afraid to leave the house? You, it's a real thing. That's why I'm not bothering so much with folk who, because you don't know why some folk don't come out too much anymore, church or anything. There's real fear. There's real, there's real discontent. There's real angst. There's real struggles inside of folk. School shootings. Right here in Buffalo, tops. We have, we have two or three tops here in Syracuse. There's a tops right up the street from where I live, live Nottingham Plaza. There's a tops right up uh, tops where, where, where we lived for 15 years. We were in tops 10 times a week. 
and right in Buffalo, right in Buffalo, a white nationalist, a racist, walked into a tops in a predominantly black neighborhood and killed almost 30 people, wounded many others, mothers, fathers, grandparents, wiping out whole generations because they had a, because of listening to a leader. There's folk who are literally, it's like, Pastor, I, I just, I, 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 I don't want to leave the house. So we're talking about peace. We're talking about peace. 61, verse 61 says, 62 says, at midnight, I will rise. I will rise up out of my comfort zone. Midnight, most of us, we, we were like Fred Flintstone. Remember, he would be snoring so hard, the dresser drawers would open and close. All right. God has made our lives so good. He's made our lives so, we're so blessed in Western civilization, saved, unsaved. God reigns on the just and the unjust. Most of us feel safe, police, fire. We have all of the trappings of success, cell phones, emergency funds, retirement accounts, 401ks. We own our homes. Many of us have multiple cars. And God said, like, like, like Christ said to the disciples, you can't, you can't rise up for one hour. You can't pray with me for one hour. You'd be surprised what God is speaking to you right now as I'm speaking to you if we would turn off the television a little more, if we would turn off even gospel radio a little more, even if we, even if we just tune in. Don't turn on the television until 3 p.m. Tune in tomorrow. It's inconvenient. Prayer is never convenient. It doesn't matter if we change the prayer time from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. If we change from 12 to 1, well, I got to cash my check on Thursdays. So even if we change the King Seelman prayer, virtual prayer from 11 a.m. to noon, there'd be excuses why we couldn't be on at noon. If we change it to 1, there'd be excuses why people aren't on at 1. If we change it to 4 p.m., well, it's dinner time. Family hadn't sat down at the same dinner table in the last six years. But now because prayer is at 6 p.m., now all of a sudden it interferes with family time. It's never convenient to pray. It's never convenient to fast, to push your plate for clarity, for understanding, for discipline in our spiritual and physical lives. It's never convenient. It's never convenient to turn away fat back. It's never convenient to eat kale instead of a more traditional uh, uh, Italian or soul food meal full of fat back and bacon in the bottom of the, uh, of, of, the, of the collard greens. These are never convenient, even to the degree when your doctor's telling you, you got to lower your blood pressure. And we continue, oftentimes, we continue to do the same things that got us in those positions, pre-diabetic, and now you're diabetic. Well, the doctor told you pre-diabetic five years ago. Cut back on sugar. Cut back. None of this is convenient. But Psalms 119, verse 62 says, I will rise at midnight. God has a man positioned before you that at least for this season, God has me up and the the. The entire third watch, remember the third watch, first watch, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. 
Second watch, 9 p.m. to midnight. Third watch, midnight to 3 a.m. Fourth, fourth watch, 3, 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Now, my sleep's always been broken. It's been broken since 1984. But maybe, God, since you're already up anyway, let me, let me, let me put you to use. I'll be sitting here and I'm praying and the whole house will get whole. The whole place will get cold. Maybe Sister Rivers, maybe you others can understand what I'm saying. You're stepping into a demonic zone. You are, you are literally addressing Satan at his doorstep. And you're calling him to come outside and play with the creator and sustainer of all life. <laughs> you're literally banging on Satan's door and saying, come out and play. Your creator. Your creator wants to show you who's boss. Are you one of those? Will you wake up at a convenient time? Will you wake up a few hours earlier to simply pray? Amen. Oh, let, let me up, move ahead. We are, are uh, um, I, I can't, I can't see the time and, um, all right, I have about, okay, about a, a 20 minutes to eight. All right, uh, so let, let's uh, go through this. And, um, and I knew we weren't going to get through all of this. Um, um, God, the peacekeeper, all right, Nahum, Nahum, chapter 1, verse 15, minor prophets, N-A-H-U-M. Minor prophets, all right? Behold upon the mountains the feet of him that bringeth good tidings. Behold upon the mountains, even at the highest heights, the lowest depths. Behold the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, that publish peace. You can't publish something that you don't already possess, that you don't already keep on the inside. You can't. Give peace until you first possess peace. And since God is the creator of peace, the Godhead, then they are the keepers. They are the arbiters of peace. They are the vanguards of peace. They are the protectors of peace. They built the fence around peace. Woo! Behold upon the mountains the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace. O Judah, Keep thy solemn feast. Perform thy vows. Let me stop here. We're talking about religion. It's one of those things, just like some of those other hot topics that, you know, we bring up and, and saints. Stop buying, and I hope we're not, but I'm, once again, I'm speaking to people that I don't know if you're subject to my teaching or others, um, but, but it's, it's a new fad now, especially in the more public Christian realm uh, ministries. Um, I'm done with religion, and it literally tells uh, I quit religion, and 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 these are these are these these are these are oil slicks in the road of your Christian walk. These are detours. These will slow you down. All right, where did God say? Where did God say he quit religion? God said, I just hate your religion, Isaiah. He said, I hate your religion. He said, I hate your new moon. I hate your version of religion, men, humans. But I don't hate religion myself. 
So why would we buy a book? And then we listen to this junk in, and then now, now ministries, and we're trying to get people to come out and teach the gospel and show people the way. And um, and get, this is where we get, you know. Let me, well, let me. I'm I'm in trouble now anyway. Let me go ahead. Let, let me go ahead and see this to the end. Uh, uh, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. That statement alone means that you're neither one. <laughs> that statement alone means you're neither one. You're not religious, nor are you spiritual. Paul said, forsake not the assemblies of yourselves together. Somebody pull up and post and post Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Paul gives four things that every local church ought to be doing. We ought to be, we ought to be obeying the Apostles' Creed. All right, or the apostles' doctrine, which is which is Jesus' disciples, is where we get the books from. Mark, John, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, James, the brother of Jesus, the disciple. First, second Timothy, first, second Titus, right? First, second, third Peter. These are the, these are the apostles. All right, he said, don't. He said, he said, break bread together. Well, how can we break bread? If you're, if you've given up religion, where are you going to go to break bread with other saints if you're not in a religious setting? Some of y'all haven't quite heard it this way, but a light bulb should be going off. And you should be going before you go to bed tonight, wake up in the morning, and after you say your prayers and get off your knees, go find those books. I'm not saying you have to put them in the trash, but take them to the public library and tell them, give them away, donate them but don't give them away to another Christian. I'm telling you, this is, these are roadblocks in our Christian walk. Behold upon the mountains, the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publishes peace. O Judah, all right? Keep thy solemn feast. This is God talking in Nahum verses chapter 115. Keep your solemn feast. What is solemn feast? It's religion. It's feet washing. It's communion. <laughs> it's water baptism. It's breaking bread together. Somebody post. I can't. I'm not going to look. But somebody post. Somebody post. Somebody post. Look, copy and paste it and post it. Copy, paste, and post. Copy, paste, and post. Copy, paste, and post. Copy, paste, and wait, wait. Copy. Okay. I can see Sister Marie uh, Green. Looking at me like, our, our, our King's Healing Room mission statement on our first page of our vision, of our, of our, of our vision and mission statements. And, and it literally is, literally is Acts 2 and 42. Obey the Apostles' Creeds, obey the words of the Bible, fellowship break bread, and pray together. Well, how can we pray together if, because if you're not in religious, you're in the club, you're in, where are you? You're in Sam's Club? You're in, are you spending time with Danny Wegman? He ain't got no love for you. Are you, are you, are you spending time with, with Sam's Club, with, with Sam Walton and his family? They don't got no love for you. Excuse my ebonics, but I'm just, but God has love for you. And he uses the structure of religion 
God just said, I hate the way you do religion. But in the New Testament, God said, this is the religion that I've chosen to take care of the widows and the orphans. And the this is, this is the type of religion. So let's debunk that. Right here, Nahum 1 and 15. Keep your solemn feast, perform thy vows, for the wicked shall no more pass through thee. He is utterly cut off. But God said, perform, uh, uh, keep your solemn feast, number one. Number two, perform thy vows. That's just not marriage. That's just not baby christening, you know, to be a good parent, to be a good godparent. Perform thy vows. All right? We made vows to the Lord. All right? This old Negro guy, I made a vow to the Lord, and I won't take it back. Made a vow to the Lord, and I won't take it back. Are we, can we still sing that song with veracity? Can we still sing that song with truth in our hearts? How many of us have broken our vows? We'll think we know Christ, but on judgment day, Christ is going to say, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. He, he said, because I never knew you. You thought you knew me, but I never knew you because you broke your vow. For the wicked shall no more pass through thee, through thee, when religion works the way God designed it to work, not for us. Throw the books away. Stop reading that. Stop listening to YouTube clips and the title is, 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 is why religion is dead and all these. They ain't got no love for you. They're, they need you to make money. This is their job. Every time they get a click, when they get so, a thousand clicks, they get pennies. They get 10,000 clicks. They got um, uh, uh, Cat Williams, Cat Williams and, and uh, Shay Shay, uh, Shannon Sharp. They are making millions of dollars by us. And many of, the, many of these clicks are by believers that are listening to what nasty ab abomin acts of abomination are being done in Hollywood. And in, in behind those scenes, and we're sitting up giving them credence. And every time we click, they make money. And while we're clicking and watching other people's lives unfold, that's less money that we're that's that's less income streams that we could be making. But we're we're because all right, let me stop. Ephesians four and three. Ephesians four and three. <laughs> oh, so much to say, so little time. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in bond of peace. Ephesians 4 and 3. God, the keeper of peace. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit. The unity. Peace. That's what unity means. It means peace. When you have disunity, when you have confusion, God said, I'm not the author of confusion. All right? Uh, um. Uh, he said, what I give unto you, I give uh, uh, peace, love, and power, and joy, and happiness. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, bound together, almost like in handcuffs. God wants us to be bound to peace like, like Joseph was bound by fetters in Potiphar's prison. Because we are prisoners. Because we are slaves to the gospel. We are servants through the gospel. That's who we are. So he uses servant terms. 
He uses imprisonment terms in the bond of peace. Peace is what binds us together. When Satan comes in to disrupt the flock, we are bound together. By, I, was, I, was literally, I was watching a movie the other night, and, um, and, um, and uh, Tom Cruise movie, in Adventure, uh, 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 Mission Impossible, the latest, the latest Mission Impossible. And there's a there's a race car scene. That's really that's really all I wanted to watch, but it was a good movie. But I'm 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 on the edge of my seat watching this race, watching this race. I got the TV on 150. It's four o'clock in the morning. I know my neighbors are like, "What in the world is this cat? Why don't you go to sleep?" And there was about a four minute scene there in the car chase where Tom Cruise and the and the opposite character were 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 um he handcuffed her to himself because. He, he needed to bring her into the authorities or whatever. And the whole car chase was them trying to drive one car with both of them had a hand that they couldn't use and a car chase being shot at. Saint, when, but they couldn't, the point I'm getting at is they couldn't separate themselves from each other. When Satan tries to come in and get the usher against the musician, the musician, against the pastor, the pastor, against, against the hospitality, hospitality, against, 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 against the the yard crew, the yard crew, again, against the crew that shovels snow, the shovel snow, the crew that shovels snow against, against, and go, you can go right down the list. And the reason you can't get anywhere is because we are bound together in peace and unity in God's love. Philippians 4 and 7, the time is winding down. Philippians 4 and 7. Oh, this is so familiar. And we're going to end on this. And the peace of God, and the peace, and the peace, P-E-A-C-E, yo, the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through, what was the pop-up quiz last week, the pop-up scripture? Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. We just read one of the opening scriptures we just read right now having the mind of Christ, Isaiah 26, I believe it was. And here we are in Philippians. And the peace of God, four, chapter 4, verse 7, which passeth the peace of God. It didn't say your heartbreak. You understand your heartbreak. You understand hurt. You understand loss. You understand gaining something that you didn't want to gain. You, 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 you understand what it... The, the, you understand the fear of being let go from your job. You didn't do anything wrong, but they just downsized. You, 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 we understand, but God said, it's the peace that passes all your understanding. And when we're not God chasers, when we're not peace chasers, when we're not joy chasers, when we're not, when we're not joy germs, when, when we're not love chasers, when we're not chasing the heart and the mind of God, then the God that keeps peace can't give it to you that passes when you when stuff just doesn't make sense to you. When stuff doesn't make sense. There's loved ones in our lives. This is not just me, but they're not here anymore. And we wake up at night, we're like, why are they, why are they gone? Why aren't they here? And we see other family members, and maybe a mom, and maybe a dad, and maybe a grandparent. And like, but they live to be such, and why is mine? doesn't make sense. Stuff that doesn't make sense. I've worked all my life and now I go to get, retire and they tell me I'm going to make $300 a month. And I've worked like a dog all my life. 
and this is what my social security is going to be? Stuff doesn't make sense. The, 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 the wicked prospering. And yes, we can read Psalm 16, fret not thyself for evildoers, for in due season they shall reap. And, and, and not so. But when you're, when, you're the, when, you're on the, when you're on the bad end, we're on the bad end of a bad deal and watching wicked prosper, God said, my peace will pass all understanding. And my peace shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. But saints of God, we've got to develop the hardware. We've got to develop the software. We're about to close. We've got to develop the muscle memory to pray and study the scriptures on our own, study to show thyself approved. We can't wait to come to, we can't wait for Kingdom Academy on the the marvelous job. And I really mean it. The super duper scooper, scaper, scopper, Ashbyalidocious ministry of the Howards in Kingdom Academy. Whoever's gracing our pulpits in King's Healing Room every Sunday, whoever's doing wow, on Wednesday nights, or your local church where you are. But guess what? Guess what? You have to study to show yourself approved, a workman unto God that needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly, rightly dividing the word, capital O-R-D, the word of truth. God bless you. This is Pastor Brian. I love you so much. I'm so glad we got to spend some time together. Let's take a moment and rehash. God, the peacekeeper. God, the peacemaker. And God, the peace giver. Next week we'll come and we'll, we'll, we'll get through. Um, uh, God, the peacemaker, the producer, you know, um, and and uh, um, and the peace giver, all right. Christ said, "This peace I have, I give unto you." All right, and 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 so um, one one of the one of the opposites of peace is confusion. God said, "I'm not the author of confusion." So I'm not giving you a spirit of fear, but of what? Well, I can't remember. Is, is peace in there? P- uh, power, love, a sound mind, sound doctrine. Sound mind, sound, but it says sound mind. Let this mind that is in Christ. Saints, time is running out. Time is running out. Time is running out for a whole lot of folk, for a whole lot of countries. America is set for a downfall. It's set. It's already written in stone. America may have become, may, it may have become, it's such an abomination. It's such a cesspool of sin. And America stinks in the nostrils of God. And it just might be, I won't go this far, but it just might be that America has become a reprobate country to God. Yes, there are pockets of believers like us tonight. If you're listening tonight and you do not know Jesus Christ in the pardoning of your sins, if you do not understand, if you do not have the peace that we're talking about tonight, or maybe you once knew. But as Paul said of many, 
your faith has become shipwrecked. We've given up life. Nobody's blaming you. No one's looking. No one's looking to throw you under the bus. Life is tough. Life is hard. For many years, God meant many years, Satan has in my own flesh. Just my physical suffering in my flesh. Just, just stop. Just give it up. Just stop going to diet. I don't have to take a pill. I don't have to do bodily harm to myself. I just have to stop going to dialysis. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. All I have to do is give up. But Emery called me tonight. My sister was bringing me home. And Emery called me. Hi, Poppy. She's called to check on you. And it didn't matter what I was feeling, but in that moment, I've got something to live for. My mother, still living. My Trisha's mom, still living. Both our fathers are deceased. But they both died in Christ. This blessed hope. Our grandmothers, I'm talking about Trisha and I, all of our grandparents have, have passed. Amen. But both of our both of our mothers' mothers died in Christ. What a great heritage. Saints, you've got something to live for, but you've got to be in Christ now so that it won't be said too late for you. Say this, don't even hesitate. Say this with me right now. If you're in Christ, you can repeat it. You don't have to, but right now, if you're listening, if you backslid, if you know in your heart that you're not where you ought to be, say this with me right now. Father, forgive me of my sins. I confess you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm, I acknowledge my fall. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me of all of my sin. I acknowledge you as Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are the Son of the living God, God incarnate, and that you died for my sins. And I ask you, Father, to rest, rule, and abide. Be the crown of my mind. Be the protector of my heart. I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father, for not letting it be said too late for me. If you prayed that prayer, it's not too late to call Big Mama Nim. It's not too late to call your church deacon. It's not too late to text your pastor. It's not too late to call your mother or your siblings and tell them, I made the move first. Y'all follow me. If you don't know how to repeat this prayer that I just prayed, then call me, hit Hill up, hit Ella Jones up, hit any one of us up at the King's Healing Room, and we will pray this prayer of faith with you because there's no inconvenient, there's no midnight hour that's too inconvenient for a soul to be snatched out of the gates of hell. Woo! And Mother Hill, your name written in the Lamb's book of life. Hill loves you. I know you got love for Hill. We love you. God bless you. May you have perfect peace tonight. I pray for restorative sleep. May God restore, replace, and replenish all that you have exerted through your day mentally and physically and soulfully. May God give us good rest tonight and let us be sensitive. If God wakes you up at 1 a.m., 3 a.m., if you've been waking up at the same time for the last five years at 5 a.m., maybe it's not, and it's not your alarm. Maybe that's just not your biochemistry. Maybe that's God saying, 
you, you, you know, you need to do it. I want you to set your day right. I want you to pray when everybody else is asleep. All right. God bless you. We love you. Uh, um, uh, please, please, please post your questions and your comments. And, um, and, um, and uh, um, we're going to, we're going to close out in prayer and meet us Sunday at 9.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. for Kingdom Academy Sunday School. And then meet us for SOS service on Sunday. It is Pastoral Sunday. And I, 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 I told Ella Jones today, it is my desire. Amen. I still have not released the word for our New Year's Eve service. The number eight. I still haven't released that word. It's in me. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got my notes and I can't forget. But I still haven't released that word. Amen. Amen. But we have been so, uh, uh, we are so blessed and, and so rich in, in, in spiritual gifts and, and, and physical talents and, um, and love at the King's Healing Room. Bring your child out. We have, we have, we have, we have youth services for Kingdom Academy and also our SOS service on Sunday, Pastor uh, Yvonne Jones, a man and her entire staff that work with our entire youth department. Um, today is the 31st. Tomorrow begins February 1st, which is traditionally Black History Month. Amen. And um, so stay tuned for that. We love you as we leave this place, but not from your presence. Watch over us and keep us until we meet again. In Jesus' name, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Woo! <laughs> enjoyed this podcast we have three different ways that you can give one way is using the givelify app by downloading givelify using your ios or android device and search the king's healing room where you will see our senior pastor bishop brian k hill's senior photo you also can use our text to give here how it works there are five steps step one text give to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hiller Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is tkhroffice at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room and we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.